everybody, and welcome to our second podcast of the Mind Body Evolution. I am Jen Endicott. We are happy to have you here. And I am with my partner in crime, Allison. How are you today, Allison? I'm great. I'm great. It's a good day today. I know it is good. Um, We're happy to have everybody here. We hope you enjoy our podcast today. We will be talking about a topic that is very important for what's going on right now with our new normal, quote unquote. Before, Before we get into our topic, I think that Allison has something that she wants to share. It's a quote and a saying. Is that right, Allison? It actually, I think, is an ex. It's like a piece out of a book, and I'm not sure what okay. book it is, but okay. I found it very um, rel- relevant for today. So I'm going to okay. read it. Perfect. It's Let's go. <laughs> what? Acceptance. I said perfect. Let's go. Yes. I'll, okay. Ex- and it's called acceptance. Acceptance. Yes. Is the answer to all my problems today. When I am disturbed, it is because I find a, some person, place, thing, or situation, some fact of my life unacceptable to me. And I can find no serenity until I accept that person, place, thing, or situation as being exactly the way it's supposed to be at this moment. Nothing, absolutely nothing happens in God's world by mistake. Unless I accept life completely on life's terms, I cannot be happy. I need to concentrate on what needs to be changed in me and and in my attitudes. And that's so true for me personally right now. And I believe it's true for everybody um, in the world right now. Like the whole entire world is on pause. Yeah, I agree. And we don't have control over that. So. Yes. I think that the quote when you were when you were reading it, for me, I love the fact that it's named acceptance. And the main point that I got out of it that I think is important for everybody to hear is change occurs within ourselves. Like it says, we cannot control the virus outside of us, outside in the world. We cannot control the politicians. We can't control a lot of things that are happening in the world. And when we can't control things, it makes us feel out of control in the sense, because as humans, we like to control things, which is kind of not really possible. <clears throat> so I love that it's, it talks about the, if you feel this need to control, look within yourself and start there because that is the only place to start period Yes, 100%. Um, is how can, how can I look at how I'm thinking about things? And I think this is a really great time in our world. None that we've seen. I've never seen it in my life. For us to look at, um, you know, self, like self-reflection, how do we want to change? What do we want to do and how do we exist in our lives? So I love that. I love that you started with that. Yeah, I I literally just read an article um, in uh, medium.com today that was talking about this very thing, um, more detailed. And um, in the article, it was talking about how... um, we might not have control over um, what's being advertised to us, what's going to be advertised to us in this new norm. People are going to say, um, there's people out there already saying the virus isn't real, that we're being gaslighted. And there's information from one place, another place, another place, another place. No one knows where the truth is. And um, we don't have control over that. We don't have control what's being said on the 
TVs and the radios and what your what articles are being put out. But we do exactly. have control over ourselves and how exactly. we want our new norm and our life to look like. like yeah. Usually we're so busy in our everyday life that we don't even pay attention to this stuff. I know. And it's a like, rare opportunity, right? It's it's a huge opportunity. Especially especially for people that always felt like they never had the time. Right. Um to do certain things that they always wanted to do. Now we can't do things like jump out of an airplane right now if we want to do that's those <laughs> yeah. no, we're not if talking like to. that <laughs> right. Right. but there's things we could do for ourselves really look deep inside really figure out what you what you truly want how you want your life to look and you have the yeah. power to create that I yeah, never I think believed it's a read- that before really yeah no I do and I think it's a, a great time to reassess I think that's what you're really saying. It's like to reassess how, you know, how was I living, which may have been fine, but how can I live better now that we've all been required to slow down and, you know, not do the things, AKA get our hair colored, (laughs) which I miss greatly, get our nails done. You know, it's hard to do that kind of stuff. And I, I don't know about you, but I'm relying on my kids, like my daughter, I'm like, you know, you have to color my hair. So it's like doing things more close to the family, which I think is fabulous. So I do, I, um, I agree with you hundred percent. Yeah. It's, it's definitely a, a time to actually, um, go in, figure out what we really want. Um, even if it sounds silly and crazy, write it down. Cause one day you're going to be able to do it. Yeah. And, and make a list. Absolutely. Create goals. Because now you have the time to create the goal. Yeah, I think you have too. I think it's almost too much time for me. It's too many things are coming up that I want to do. So I have to prioritize. Exactly. <laughs> like what do I want to do first is, is the big thing for me right now. Well, I uh, think the first thing someone should do is write the list. The second thing they should do is prioritize it. Um, because I would love for everyone to be able to write a list, an unlimited list with unlimited possibilities, no matter what it could be, and just write it. And then take that list, prioritize it based on importance. Does it meet, does it, does this particular thing stay in line with my values? Does this particular thing get me to my, what my ultimate dream is? And put it in order based on that and, and then go from there. And, and if it's something you always want to do, but it's really not something that you, you're, it falls in line with your values, what you believe in, but it's something you've always wanted to do, um, doesn't make it wrong. It just maybe put it at the bottom of the list so you, so you build that strength to get to that thing that you were always afraid to do. Absolutely. I 100% agree. So uh, I love your quote, but why don't we switch real quick? I know that um, it's important for us to kind of share our journey through this whole quote unquote new normal. And what last week, let's talk about your last week. What is something that you came away with with that was 
positive, something that you learned, one of your wins, something that you struggled through? Um, was there anything that happened to you last week or that you went through that you want to share? Yeah, for sure. I definitely had a win. So I do work a job that's essential um, on top of my own health and wellness business. And um, the stress was getting to me, but I didn't know it was getting to me um, because I handle stress really well. And actually, I get very calm and I'm able to see things clearly and I just take, take on the tasks and I do the tasks and I continuously do the tasks. And, um, my allergies had been really bad this year. And I know with long-term allergies, um, when they're constant and there's no break in them, I tend to get sinus infections and my sleep was really off. So last week I woke up with an excruciating headache on Wednesday and I, um, the first thing I immediately did was I evaluated myself. I was like, have I been sleeping? What has been going on? Where am I at? What is this? And I did everything in my power that I know what to do holistically to help myself. Right. right. And um, it never, it wouldn't go away. So of course I called the doctor because we don't know if it's allergies, if it's a cold, if it's a regular flu or if it's the coronavirus, like we don't know. Right. Right. And it seems like it doesn't matter um, who you are, you could still get it. So I called the doctor and I explained to him what was going on. I'm like, I've been stressed. I haven't been sleeping well and my allergies have been really bad. I believe I have a sinus infection. And he said, well, six weeks ago, I would have told you that you had a sinus infection and I would have treated you just for a sinus infection. But because of your symptoms, you need to be tested. Whoa. Right. (laughs) I didn't expect that. Um, (laughs) Wait a minute. Wait a minute. (laughs) Um, And I still had a headache the next day and I still had a headache Friday and Friday was the day I got tested and I didn't, I I was expecting it up my nose and it went down my throat and I almost threw up on the lady. It was awful. And those 24 hours were very like scary. Right. Because I didn't know what if I was transmitting it to people and I didn't know and stuff like that. Yeah. Cause like a backstory is, as I stopped getting the flu vaccine last year or the year before, because every time I got it, it made me sicker. It made me sick. And I couldn't take that sickness because right. that sickness would stop, prevent me from doing what I needed to do in the day. And I have a lot of responsibilities throughout the day and I can't get, it's just like, I can't be sick. Right. So I chose not to. And this winter, my kids and husband, had got the flu, got the virus, and I didn't get any anything. Like I took care of them, and I didn't get sick. And I, I really attribute that to my um, how I eat and exercise mm-hmm. and how I live my life because my immune system's pretty strong. And right. um, when this happened on Friday, I'm like, oh my god, I'm sick. Yeah. I'm really sick. And uh, it was kind of like a, I felt like a punch to my gut. Like, what did I do wrong? Where did I, where did I miss? And what it came down to is it doesn't matter how healthy you are. If you're stressed, like it lowers your immune system. It lowers everything and you're susceptible to anything. And the cool part was, and the win is that I listened to my body. Mm-hmm. 
I didn't keep going. I stopped working. I, I stopped working outside the house. I'm still working on my other stuff, my projects like this project. Um, and I got a lot of sleep and I feel freaking amazing today. Like I purposely got up today and I got dressed. I let my hair down. I put makeup on. I don't know if I'm going <laughs> to see anybody, but my husband and my kids, but it's all right. right. Yeah. I got up and got dressed today and, and it was, right. it feels really good. So that's oh, good. My I love it. And I, I like the fact that you went through the whole fear process of what if I have the virus? I think that's the, and, and the, the whole, what, what if I have infected people? Like your mind went there, right? And then you yeah. stopped it. Your and mind went yes, to those it was places. Negative, by the way. <laughs> yeah, you went there, but then you were able to bring it back and kind of re, um, reframe it into more of, of uh, a positive thing. But what, one thing that really, when you were talking about that, I am a person that handles stress. I think I, well, no, I don't think I do know. I handle stress well for most, in most, most times. I feel like I, um, I don't easily get taken off track when it comes to stressful things. What I have found over the course of my life is that it definitely does affect me. I just don't pay attention to it as much. Like you said, like it affects different parts of your body. And I never really made that connection before between handling stressful situations in the body. I mean, I knew it was there intellectually. I knew like that happens, but I never really took it to heart with my own self. But looking back over the, the truly stressful events in my life, it was definitely there in my body and it came out in small ways. And I think that's a very good point to bring up is pay attention to what your body is doing. Pay attention to how your body is feeling. Um, because I do think I harbor that type of stress in my body. And it's something that I've just kind of learned and I'm freaking 50 years old, you know? So it's like, oh, pay attention to my body. That makes, it makes more sense, but it's something I have to practice. It's not something that comes natural to me because anytime I'm in a stressful situation, I'm like, oh, I got it. It's no big deal. Yeah, that's and how I, tend I am to, too. And I, I tend, tend to get to very minimize, Yeah. Yeah. I tend to minimize things to get through it when, you know, I'm not the, the one that maximizes everything. I'm not the catastrophizer that's like, oh my God, the world's falling apart. I'm the one that, no, it's fine. Even though the world may be falling apart, I'm saying it's fine, it's fine, it's fine, which is okay. And it does help me get through, but it's not necessarily the best thing to do, you know, for your well-being. No. Um, so so thanks for sharing that. So for me, I don't, I, I'm going to start off with the challenge first because my challenge and my challenge. So I'm at home. We, this is our fourth week of self-isolating. Um, and it's my husband who's working from home and then my three teenagers. So there's 17, 18 and 20, which is fine. We all get along fine. It's not uh, hugely stressful by any means, um, besides normal stuff, but motivation is my challenge and it has been slowly getting worse and worse the longer we get here. Um, at first with, with being at home, it was just getting used to everything, which I felt, you know, like the kids and I were doing stuff and everybody was figuring out their routine. And as it has gone along, I feel like our routines have just, you know, tanked except for my husband who is on the call. I mean, on, on a call at like seven in the morning, the rest of us 
it, and it's hard to stay motivated and focused when your world is so small, I think. And that's what I feel like right now is that in a, lot, a large part, my world is way smaller than it used to be just because I can't go out and do the things that I used to do. So my challenge has been trying to find a routine that works for me to keep me motivated. And I'm talking about things just like just clean the, the house you know, put up the clothes, clean the kitchen, and as well as do the things, the tedious things that we have to do being, you know, coaches and um, the stuff that can be kind of boring with websites and all the marketing stuff. So my my challenge this past week has been to focus. Um, and I will say I've been, I'm not going to say it's 100% of when, because it's not as if I've gone from being unfocused to extremely focused. What I have gone through is that I have discovered what I need to do for myself personally is every morning I get up and I have a cup of coffee and I list. I used to do it by time, but now I just make a list. These are the 10 things that I will get done today. And I do it and they may not need to be done, but they're things that if I do that list, I feel more accomplished and I feel like I've actually done something. And for me, that's important. Um, because if I give in to my, to not being motivated, I, there is a very possible chance that I will be sitting watching Netflix all day long because I'll get binge watching some series or something. So I have to fight against that. So I guess that's kind of my challenge and my win is that I've figured out a way around it so that I can at least have the sense of accomplishment through my day and I just make a list and I just do it. I don't think about it. I just do it. And that seems to help me. So that's pretty much, you know, what I've been dealing with because it's hard. It's hard for me being motivated. Do you struggle with that at all? Um, well, yeah, because we just got through with Easter and on Saturday after my call with my client, I decided I wasn't working on anything, but just chilling and hanging out with my family, right. whatever that looked like for the day and for Easter for Sunday. Um, plus, I was still not feeling 100% because the sinus infection. So I literally purposely stopped doing things on Saturday, but it took me until today, Wednesday, <laughs> yeah, to actually get up, get dressed. And do my makeup just because, like, right. I'm like, I had to put jeans on, I couldn't wear sweats <laughs> one more day, you know what right. I mean? Like, I, I made myself get up, and then I did some tasks on the computer that I needed to do, and it just feels better. So, yeah, I did go through a few days where I wasn't motivated. Monday, I did not want to do anything. Right. Because I didn't do anything Saturday or Sunday. So I totally get it. It's so right, easy right, right. to not be motivated. And and when it comes down to it, motivation doesn't come from fancy memes on Facebook. It comes from within. Right. <laughs> yes. And if we're yeah. not able to motivate ourselves, then um, it's hard. Um, yeah. Yes, reading and watching inspirational quotes and videos does help when you're in that situation, mm -hmm. but we have to ultimately make the decision to get up and do what we need to do, exercise, right. eat healthy. And I think it ties into the quote that you said, it's like the change comes from within. Like oh, you yeah. said, it's not going to be anything that's outside. So I think that ties in beautifully. Like it is, it can, it literally comes from me or you or anybody saying, I am going to do something different today. This is what I'm going to do. Um, 
So I think that I think it go, flows in perfectly with our topic for this week. Um, do you want to introduce our topic, Allison? Yes, we're going to be talking about a mindset shift in our new norm. Right. Right. And how do we do that? How do we how do we shift our mindset in this new norm that's being created because of this virus? Right. I think I think it's such a layered question. I think there are so many things that need to happen. First and foremost, it always starts with how you're thinking about the actual situation. If you look at the whole COVID-19, it is such a fearful concept. Like this virus has literally shut down the entire world. It's killed millions of people um, or thousands of people, uh, hundreds of thousands of people. And it's terrifying because because we can't control it. It is out of our control. Again, that control pops up, right? Um, so I think first and foremost, and I think this is good for anybody, and I'm sure a lot of people have heard it. And one, this is something my mom needs to do because she gets freaked out about all this stuff. She watches the news 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Like she does that normally, which is bizarre. But with all of this, she even, she still does it. She knows everything that's being said about it. And that only generates more fear on her end of what's going to happen. And I would say first and foremost, limit the amount of time you're watching the news or you're being exposed to the, whether they're, it's actual news or fake news or just news that isn't um, fact-based. You know, there's a lot of stories going on out there. I think you mentioned before, like there's already a story that the virus isn't real. So I think people should, you know, absolutely start to limit their news viewing. What do you think about that? I think it works for me. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I gave up news 12 years ago. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Because there's this little um, thing that someone told me about 12 years ago. They were like, whatever you watch before you go to sleep, it's going to define how your day is the next day. If you don't believe me, try it. If you watch the news every night before you go to bed, Start paying attention to how you feel in the morning. Do that for five days. Then shut the news off and don't watch anything negative or anything that causes any type of fear for five days. Read a book, listen to a meditation, sit in silence, breathe, and then go to sleep and see how you feel for the next five days. You're going to feel and have so much of a difference in how your days are just from practicing that. So 12 years ago, I kind of stopped watching the news. And when the pandemic started, I was like glued. Every time I walked in the house, I'm like, put the news on. I want to know what's going on. Right. Right. And I started catching myself into that, into that news circle. Right. I need to find out the facts. I need to watch the news. I need to, I need to know what they're saying. I need to know what this governor's saying. I need to know what that governor's saying. I need to know what the president's saying. I need to know what Dr. Fauci's saying. Like, I need to know. And then I realized over the weekend when I had my epiphany about how my body's stressed that I need to stop. Mm -hmm. I need to limit it to certain times of the day that are earlier in the day and then let it go. Because there's nothing I could do for this sitting watching the news. 
There's nothing I could do for my house. There's nothing I could do for my family if I'm just constantly in front of the news. So literally at first it was me and my husband found a show on Netflix. We watch a couple episodes a day. That gets my mind. That gives me my entertainment. Um, And then I'm making sure I read every day. I'm making sure I um, reach out to people every day that I haven't spoke to or I speak to all the time, just say hi or whatever the case Mm -hmm. may be. But I'm constantly on the offensive versus the defensive when it comes to taking care of my stress. And one of them is staying away from the news. Right, right. And I think you brought up a point that I think is great when talking about a mind mindset shift for this whole thing. For most of us, the fear is if we listen to that and what's going on. If you take a breath and look, like right now at this very moment, my life is fine. Everybody in my house is healthy. They're in good spirits. Um, our life is good. We can go outside and go for walks. Like if you take away that news part of the the virus part for just a bit, and if I look at my life right this minute, that's fine. So as long as you aren't thinking about these bigger things and just take a minute and look at exactly how your life is right this minute, where you're sitting, for most of us, it's going to be fine for this minute. And I think it's good to take breaks. Um, If you are one that tends to get so wrapped up in everything and you're feeling extremely stressed about everything, take a five minute break or 10 minute break and literally sit there and name what is good in your life right this second, right this second inside of your house, right? This very, like literally this moment, like I'm eating something that's delicious. I'm watching my favorite show. My kids are here. We're, we're, healthy. I'm patting my dog. And I think these things help with the mindset shift as well, because it calms it down. It, we, it, because the fear puts us into this fight or flight situation that stresses your body. Um, it puts you, your body, to, it's fight or flight puts our body into such stress. Our, our adrenal glands, mm-hmm. like seriously start pushing out a whole bunch of cortisol. It's just like, unbelievable what it does to our bodies physically. Um, it causes so much havoc on our bodies and it, and it comes from our, our adrenal glands. And sometimes I say words wrong and it's okay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> That's perfect. You know fun. what I'm talking about. And <laughs> we do, we do. Um, I know what I'm talking about, but I hope right. you guys know what I'm talking about. Um, <laughs> so much, it wreaks so much havoc on our bodies. And if we, literally do what Joe was just talking about stop and think about what's happening right now where I'm sitting what am I looking at and when I first started practicing that I used to take a picture of where I was at you know all our smartphones and everything and that would help me focus on what's right in front of me because sometimes I know at first when I first started practicing being in the here and now, I didn't know how to do that. So the way I taught myself how to do that was literally take a picture of where I'm at. I love that idea. I love that concept so much. And That's a fabulous tool. I used to post right now and I would show the picture. Uh-huh. But it was important for me to take that action because sometimes we can't get out of our mind. Right to get in the here and now. So there has to be some type of action step. And that was my action step into getting myself back into right now. What am I doing right now? I'm looking at trees. Oh my God, those trees are really beautiful. Like I'm actually taking time to sit and look at these trees. 
but I yeah. couldn't see the trees until I snapped that picture. Like it was like, almost like I had to push a button to like snap my brain out of it. I love that. I, I do. I think that's a fabulous tool and it's not just in your head. It's something that you can do physically and putting you in action. I think that is a fabulous step. I, I, I'm going to have to try that. Um, so let's see, talking about reframing again and how to handle everything, going back to our message for this whole podcast. Um, I think what, if I asked you, Allison, what would be your top three things that you would suggest to one of your clients right now, if they are extremely stressed and just trying to manage life in our new normal, trying, trying to manage their stress, their kids, their family worries. You know, some people I'm sure have significant worries about finances and jobs and, and everything. So kind of the whole big picture, if there were three things that you could say, this is what I think everybody needs to focus on, or this is what can help you. What would you suggest? That's so funny. I literally just suggested to somebody the other day, what did you like to do when you were? So my three things, like I was saying before, is I was telling somebody the other day, what did you like to do as a kid? Did you like to color? Did you like to play with cars? Did you like to go dig in the dirt? Like, what did you like to do? And then do it. If it's something you like to color, who cares if you're 30 years old, 40 years old? Color. Absolutely. Sit down and color. And if you want to blast your music like you were a teenager all over again, blast that music and dance around. There's absolutely nothing wrong with it. And my third thing would be limit your time on the news. Right. How about you, Jen? So for me, I have, because it's such a big question again, you know, I think of all these things, but for for my clients that are really stressed out, I try to put them into action, like we talked about earlier. And I definitely think the new saying, we've already put that out there, limit your time. But I also think it's all about self-care. And for me, and for most of my clients, <clears throat> that is about incorporating exercise during your day, um, incorporating meditation during your day. And one thing that I suggest pretty much everybody, not just people, not just during this time, but all of my clients is to practice gratitude when you wake up and when you go to sleep. Uh, and I think this goes back to what you were talking about having, you know, how to set up your next day. Um, cause I'm really into positive psychology right now. And the guy that created it, he does this and he says it, it has reframed his entire life. So I feel like if the guy that created the entire positive psychology um, field does this, then it has to work for everybody. And I have started incorporating it and I, I love it. So at night before I go to bed, I just list three things I'm grateful for. And it doesn't have to be amazing things. Like it doesn't always just have to be my kids, my husband, my dogs, you know, my family, which it can be that. But it, he actually does it more specifically. Like I had a beautiful dinner with my wife tonight, or I had an amazing conversation with, you know, a coworker today, or I saw my kids play. Just something that during that day brings back those feelings of, um, sincerity and gratitude. And then he wakes up in the morning and writes down three things that he's grateful to start the day off with. So I would, I would suggest incorporating that into your life because it is, it's a powerful thing when you do it consistently. Um, so I, those would be mine, like really the exercise meditation, 
and um, writing down the three things with gratitude. So, um, so those would be my things. And I think there are a lot of different things to try as well. Um, one that I, oh, one that I really feel like I just need to throw out there before we wrap this up is human interaction. Even though we are social distancing, um, just calling people, my mom lives in Alabama, I'm in California. You know, I have to, I try to call her because she's, her, her, world is more limited right now because she is just by herself there. My brother's there, but he's working. So I try to contact her more frequently, talk to her just to make sure she's okay, as well as doing fun things with like the people yeah. in my house that I am quarantined with, like playing Jenga, <laughs> <laughs> things like that. Um, so those are my suggestions. So well, you're, I just want, well, before we close up, we've had so many technical difficulties doing this podcast. Like, yeah, I know. We hear the final version of it. Just saying, I'm just saying, like, if It'll anything goes wrong with us recording this today, it totally was everything. I know. But it's okay. Yes. Um, I am trusting the process and we'll figure it out as we go. Right, Jen? But exactly. I want to talk about. Um, what you were talking about with gratitude. That's something that I've been practicing for a very long time. I wake up every day and I write my gratitude down every day. I have lots and lots of little journal books filled up with my gratitudes. And some days they're elaborate and some days they're as simple as I woke up today. And I know a lot of people are feeling that way right now. And if that's the only thing you're grateful for right at this very moment is that you were able to wake up and say you're healthy, uh-huh. then that's huge. Right. Do not think it needs to be elaborate. Do not think it needs to be crazy things. The fact that you're able to wake up in your bed and go through another day is a miracle. I especially mean, yeah. with everything that's going on today. And, and I just want to say that my heart aches for every pam- family that is going through a hard time right now. If your family member is going through um, and fighting the coronavirus, um, me being in New York, I have a lot of friends that have family members that are um, fighting for their life in the hospital. And, and I have family members that are on the front line working in hospitals and friends right now in New York. And it, it is not an easy time. And I'm right. telling you to dance around your house and, and, and telling you to color um, doesn't take away from that, just so you guys right. know. No. These are real things that are going on around us. But in order for us to create the life that we want, we need to really seriously take a look at our insides and figure out what we need to do today to have a good day, a really good day. Stay motivated. Right. Right. No, I agree. Yeah, no, I agree a hundred percent. So I think we could talk about like this topic for another hour or two. So (laughs) maybe we should end it for today. Um, But I want to thank you, Allison, as I say, my partner in crime, I'm going to get t-shirts with that on us. So we can (laughs) maybe have t-shirts. And maybe we'll have Um, a photo shoot one day. One day. New York, I'll go to California. (laughs) Exactly. One day for sure. So thank you everybody for listening. Our contact information is going to be, is it going to be in the, um, the podcast? 
it'll be in the description of the podcast. And okay, perfect. you could also find us on um, Instagram, Minds period body evolution is our Instagram name. And you can also find us individually on Facebook, Instagram, and LinkedIn. Perfect. And if anybody listening ever has any questions for us or wants to reach out, you can reach us on any of the social media platforms or email us. We would love to take questions and we would love to hear from you guys. So thank you for listening. Yes. Have a great day today. Thanks. Thank you.